You're listening to Campus Review Radio. So you've taken over the reins as Southern Cross University Vice-Chancellor, so what do you hope to achieve there? Look, it's a great question because there's a lot of uh, hopes and aspirations that I share, but also the Academy shares and all the staff share. I think it's probably fair to say this place continues to be a surprise package in that it's one of the most progressive and uh, one of the most connected regional research universities anywhere. But not everyone knows the full story. So part of the issue is how to even better make the achievements of Southern Cross known. Are you going to be focusing on um, sort of broadcasting Southern Cross's image then? Look, I think image isn't really a deep enough word. It's actually substance and ethos and achievement. So if you take the research record, for example, uh, the last year around, if you have 10 uh, areas of the university which are really at the top level of achievement, and according to ERA, you know, everything from plant genetics or geoscience or engineering, nursing, and, of course, even complementary medicine, those, for a small university, it's really a fantastic research outcome. Mm-hmm. So I suppose it's not just saying, isn't that wonderful that this has been achieved, but what does it actually mean for staff here? What does it actually mean for students here? And what does it actually mean for partners here? Mm-hmm. That's what we're on about. Why did you choose Southern Cross University? Well, I was very lucky they chose me, <laughs> you know, in that real sense. But the reason I've, I've been delighted to come is that I've always, always been fascinated by that intersection between community and campus and between academy and outcome, impact if you like. And so this is one of those places where you really feel that the impact is just there for the taking and working together in a unique way. So let me give you an example of what I mean. If you think about all the regions of Australia that exist, one of the most wonderful really is the northern rivers of New South Wales and southeast Queensland. I mean, every international visitor who comes here, whether it's a backpacker or whatever, wants to come up this route and visit Byron Bay and you know, see the coast and see the hinterland and so on. Well, to be able to live and study here, what an amazing benefit that is too. So think about it from the point of view of not just location, but opportunity. So all those reasons were very potent. Mm-hmm. And you outlined it to the Northwest Star that you want to change some across the university. Can you outline specifically what that means? Sure. Well, you'd appreciate on day four, the most important thing is to really talk to colleagues about this first before we announce all the plans. Otherwise, it would look like a fait accompli, and I don't have all the answers by any means in my head yet. But I can give you the, the gist of it. So if, if we go back to that, pro, that perspective I said at the beginning, if you want to be and you're aspiring to be the most connected, the most personalized, the most progressive, and the most student-centered regional research university, then certain things can be enhanced. Okay? And it seems to me the absolute uh, awareness of uh, issues such as First Peoples in this area, very prominent. The absolute awareness of the environmental movement, of sustainability, of organics, and the whole revolution in new generation agriculture, absolutely pertinent to this region. If you look at the way that the applications of law are changing in all of those areas, absolutely pertinent to this university. If you look at how community health is changing, and the opening of you know the Gold Coast and so on, uh, campus absolutely pertinent. And give you a final example: there is no other university in the country with a major campus within 500 meters of an international airport. There is one at Southern Cross. So I mean, imagine the potential for collaboration there, not just in tourism and uh, 
all the business areas, but everything to do with movement of people and movement of ideas, the idea of how that can work in terms of education. So think about it that way. That whole network is really the key. And you said you've talked to some of, some of your fellow academics about this. What have they said to you? Well, one of the common phrases you get here is this very, very strong sense of community and pride in it. So, for instance, I was very lucky, James, to... My, the very first thing I did in, 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 the, in the position, actually, was a graduation ceremony on Saturday. And so the outgoing vice chancellor presided over the morning one, and I was lucky enough to be preside over the afternoon one. And one of the graduates for a PhD was someone uh, whose name was uh, Gregory Smith, received his doctorate. And so if you can imagine someone who actually went from a, an experience of homelessness to a PhD through the involvement, if you like, the partnership with the university, that's an amazing story. And that's just an example of the transformative power of a place like Southern Cross and education. So you may know that the oldest ever PhD graduate in the, in the history of Australia was a graduate of this place, for example. So it really is a whatever age, whatever stage, people can come here and advance and change their lives, which is fantastic. And speaking of your predecessor, Peter Lee, how would you rate his performance at the helm of Southern Cross University? Oh, it's a lovely question, but I mean, the, I, I said to Peter, I mean, I think his legacy is assured. Um, when I came here and looked at the the physical and infrastructure changes, I mean, imagine a rainforest campus on the edge of an escarpment, and the first thing you see is this fantastic sports center. The next thing you see is a new learning center, and in between is a kind of almost like a, an agora, like a town center, all as you go up the hill. And everything is in this lush rainforest environment. It's absolutely a jewel, and that's the Lismore campus. Then you have Coffs Harbour, which itself is, uh, is unique in the country in that not only is it multi-sector, but where it's located, what it does, and also the developing health and education needs down, down there are going to be addressed. And then I mentioned before Gold Coast. So there's uniqueness here that people don't appreciate and don't realize. And I think it's the great story to be told of Southern Cross is where it is, what it is, and how different it is. Could I take a jump here and saying that's hinting at a possible marketing campaign for Southern Cross University in the works? Oh. <laughs> Look, universities do sell themselves through what they achieve, but I think the story needs to be told in many ways. And I don't think marketing is the only way. I think there's lots of ways that academics tell the story at conferences and students themselves and your employers tell it. But look, absolutely, we have to be clearer about the outcomes. But this is not about marketing. This is about deep awareness of where it is and clarity about the proposition. So just think about the initials. Southern Cross is SCU. And of course, Sunshine Coast is USC. People get confused, I think, sometimes even just about initials in higher education. So it's a matter of clarity of speaking and thinking rather than just marketing. Mm -hmm. And a Southern Cross University um, has a lot of students from poorer backgrounds. How are, you, how are you planning to help them? As you point out, when you say poor, I mean disadvantaged has many faces, mm. right? It isn't just money. Opportunity, uh, other aspects, language, first in family, all of these things are different forms of challenge. But you're absolutely right. The perspective here is the number of students who are first in family, one of the highest in the country. The number of students who have had, uh, parents who hadn't been involved, as we said before, very, very high indeed. But that is a fantastic opportunity for change. I mean, the, the modern Australia is one which enables that to happen and for people to be gainfully employed, productively contributing throughout their life. And, you know, that's why ex universities exist. That's our mission. 
So there couldn't be a better place to do it. That's all the questions I have. Is there anything else you'd like to add? I'd like to ask you where you studied. I went to Charles Sturt. Excellent. Well, you know this story. You know the story of what it's like in the, um, in, the, in the regional campuses and how much of a change they can make. So just let me ask you that. Didn't, weren't you a bit surprised by that setting outside of you know, the major metropolitan areas? Yeah, I was, I was surprised. I was surprised how many people from Sydney went there. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly right. Mm. Well, that's the same story. And I think the fact is that Charles Sturt has done this extremely well as a regional multi-campus institution. I'm very admiring of what's been achieved. And I think that we have a similar opportunity here to really make that mark, to really make that footprint, and to make that achievement for all of the mid-north coast, the northern rivers, the southeast Queensland area, and of course internationally, which is really the main game as well. Mm -hmm. And don't forget, it's all about that personalization at scale as you grow. If you can balance those as you grow, it's absolutely crucial. So, and I'm glad to hear that you were a graduate of that university. Fantastic.